We live. I think we're live. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Jungle Podcast. I'm your host, Ethan. Um, I'm gonna be riding solo today. Um, yeah, I don't have any special guests with me. I kind of just wanted to keep this um, to myself. Um, today, we'll be talking about the Jake Paul and Tyron Woodley fight that's coming up tomorrow. Um, but before we get into that, just I want to say thank you guys for coming back and listening, and maybe this is your first time listening, make sure you drop a follow on whatever platform you're watching on, and go check us out on Instagram at jungle underscore podcast. Again, that's jungle underscore podcast on Instagram to get alerts and notifications on whenever we do post new episodes. Um, So for today's episode, obviously I said before, we're talking about the Jake Paul and Tyron Woodley fight that is coming up tomorrow actually probably by the time this podcast gets put out will be coming out today um eight o'clock sunday august 29th showtime pay-per-view in cleveland ohio jake's hometown um if you guys don't know who jake paul is he pretty much is a youtube sensation one of the biggest youtubers of all time really paved the way for a lot of um young youtubers and upcoming youtubers and he's essentially one of the most popular people in the world, and he wanted to have a boxing career. And, you know, he's had three pro fights, four amateur, or he's had three pro fights, one an amateur fight, and he's won every single one of them by knockout or TKO. Um, and he is fighting Tyron Woodley, who's a former five-time welterweight champion of the world, has beat the baddest men on the planet. Um, it's a real test for Jake, you know. Um, I've, I've switched... You know who who I think is gonna win, who I think is gonna lose. I'll get into that in a second. But um, if you guys aren't interested in hearing my analysis of the fight, and how I think it's gonna go, and the key factors, just go ahead and click off the video because that's this is what this video is gonna be made about, and this podcast is what it's gonna be made about. Um, you know, there's gonna be these podcasts where I do solo stuff like this and talk about just one specific topic instead of multiple topics you know um and i love fighting me and my dad love combat sports it is my favorite thing to watch we were actually i was just watching the ufc fights earlier um fight night we're on a night but excuse me um i love combat sports and you know tomorrow is a big big fight you know in the combat sports world you have jake paul who is a up-and-coming boxing celebrity sensation taking on, um, you know, one of the former UFC welterweight champions, a really, really bad man that can hurt people in one punch. And uh, I think it's going to be an interesting fight, you know. My analysis, the way I put it, is, you know, you have Jake, who has had three pro fights, one amateur fight. You have Tyron Woodley, who's... 39 years of age, making his pro boxing debut, you know, on paper, you're like, eh, I, I don't know. I think it's going to be pretty one-sided, and this is why I say that. Sure, Jake has the more boxing experience, you know, having four fights, Sure, he has more boxing experience, but Tyron Woodley has more combat sport experience. Let me say that again. He has more combat sport experience. 
And I think that's what's going to be the difference um, in the fight, you know. Whenever you see in there where Tyron has been in so many fights, doesn't even have to be boxing fights, he's been in so many fights that involve striking that I feel like he's going to know certain situations. Oh, okay, I need to I need to slow it down here. Okay, I need to get out of the corner. Okay, I need to get inside him with a couple body shots. You know, I think he's going to set the tone of the fight. Um, yeah, but you never know, though. It, it, it's fighting. You know, you can get in there and throw punches. Anything can happen. I've seen it happen before many times. So who knows? But people say, you know, oh, Tyron's, he's 39. He's not what he used to be, blah, blah, blah. That is very, very true. Very, very true. There is no denying that. Tyron Woodley is not the baddest welterweight on the planet anymore. He is nowhere near that. He's on a four or five losing streak. Um, there's no denying. And you can even ask him. He, even in one of his face-to-face interviews he did with Jake, he said that, you know, I'm not the same Tyron Woodley that I used to be. I'm a brand new man. Um, and he said he's coming after, you know, a boxing path, which I respect. Um, but I, I I feel like Jake's reaching here. You know, I, I do feel like he's reaching. Yes, Tyron, he's lost four in a row. He's 39. He's not what he used to be, but he is still a dangerous, dangerous man. I saw his last UFC fight was a few months back earlier this year, this man, Tyron Woodley, was getting beat up and was still throwing haymakers and connecting with haymakers as he was retreating, getting beat up. And Jake's never dealt with that before. You know, that's the thing. We never, the longest Jake has went was five rounds against another YouTuber back a few years ago. But that was his first fight, and it was an amateur fight with headgear. So it was a lot harder to, you know, knock somebody out and we saw him go five rounds but in his pro boxing of his pro boxing matches we haven't seen him go past the second round and tyron woodley has went the full 25 minutes several several times so you know we haven't seen jake under pressure we haven't seen how he handles when he you know whenever he has his back up against the ropes or if he's in the corner and he's getting you know hit with combos we've never seen that from jake before we've seen that from woodley so just looking at highlights, looking at training videos, watching the press conferences, the face-to-faces. I'm going to have to go with Woodley in this one. And I think it's either going to be a decision. He's going to win by decision. And if it's not by decision, he's going to win by a TKO, not knockout. I don't think he's going to knock him clean out. But I think he's going to win by a TKO in the middle to late rounds, like round you know five, six, seven, eight in those rounds. Um, I don't think it's going to be an early finish. If it is an early finish, it's going to go in Jake's favor. I'm not, you know, I'm not going to discredit Jake. I, I do feel like Jake still has a really good chance in this fight. It is really even. The betting odds are pretty even as well. I saw it earlier. Um, excuse me, um, but. If it ends early, it'll be in Jake's favor. If it ends late, it's going to go to Tyron's favor just because he has, again, more of a combat sport experience. So, you know, I, I, I just can't wait to watch it. There's also some other really good fights in there. There's, you know, Tommy Fury versus, oh, I forget the dude. I forget the dude he's fighting. I'm really excited to see Tommy Fury fight because I feel like if Tommy Fury can 
beat his opponent, I feel like him and if Jake beats Tyron, I feel like him and Jake should fight next. I feel like that would be a really good fight. Um, I would want to see that. Tommy's also a six and zero boxer. You know, it's not like he's you know never boxed before. Um, I, I would like to see that fight take place in the near future. But yeah, crazy, crazy weekend um, for the fight game. Crazy, crazy weekend. Me and my, uh, me and my dad actually went to uh, UFC 261 in Jacksonville um, earlier this year, back in April, I believe it was. I can't remember. I think it was like April 24th, whenever. I can't remember the date. It was some sometime back in April. Um, it was in Jacksonville. Jacksonville's around a five-hour drive for us, and you know us being combat sports fans, we were like, screw it, let's go to it. So we went to UFC 261. It was um, Kamara Uzvan versus Masvidal, the rematch. There was also Rose versus Weili Zhang and uh, Ro- um, and um, Jessica Andrade and Valentina Shevchenko. You know, um, That's the fight card that Chris, Chris Weidman snapped his leg. It was very gruesome. But, um, yeah, me and my dad were at the fights. We, were, we actually had pretty good seats. And uh, we see everyone in the crowds, like, start standing up. It was in the middle of a fight, too. We see everyone in the crowd start standing up and pointing, and I was like, oh, shit, like, what the hell's happening? And, you know, we stand up, and lo and behold, Jake Paul's rocking in with his crew, and everyone, everyone, I mean, he's drawing attention to absolutely everybody as he's walking to his seats. And as soon as he gets to his seats, I kid you not, you can actually go back, like, on the pay-per-view, you can hear it in the background, the entire arena, there was like 15,000, 16,000 people there. The entire arena is chanting, fuck Jake Paul, fuck Jake Paul. I mean, it was absolutely hilarious. The, the things that this kid Jake can do business-wise and promotional-wise is insane. You, know, you have to give credit where credit is due. He knows how to sell a fight and promote a fight. And he's done a very, very, very good job of it. You know, I'm not saying these numbers are true. I've heard that, you know, there's a rumor that these numbers aren't true. But, you know, according to Triller and, you know, other sources, the fight between him and Bid Askren, I think, did 1.6 million pay-per-view buys. Let me check that real quick. But I'm pretty sure it did around those types of numbers apparently it did 1.5 million pay-per-view buys that is absolutely insane if you think about it for a guy who's had at the time has only had two other pro fights versus a 40 year old guy that just had a hip replacement retired mma fighter and to do 1.5 million pay-per-view buys is unheard of that won't ever happen ever again it won't happen ever again. You know why? Because Jake Paul is a different breed when it comes to, you know, selling a fight and promoting a fight. And you gotta you gotta give the kid credit. You know, he knows the basics and the fundamentals of boxing. You know, if if he showed up at a gym, a boxing gym, I guarantee he could kick, you know, eight eight out of ten guys that he can kick eight out of ten guys' ass there, you know what I'm saying? Um, I just don't think he's 
at that level yet where he's like he can confidently go up against a pro boxer who's had you know 10 or 15 fights and you know cruise to a victory i don't think he's at that moment right now um and i think after you know if he beats woodley i feel like he should fight a pro boxer but i feel like he shouldn't fight a boxer that is crazy crazy like has like 30 fights i that's why i feel like the you know him versus tommy fury fights good fight fury you know six and oh is a pro boxer now he has experience but it's not the crazy crazy veteran experience um that some of these other boxers have um going back to the promotional thing as well um you know back at the for the logan paul and you know floyd mayweather fight um i'm assuming everyone has heard about this when you know jake took Floyd Mayweather's hat and said, got your hat and ran off with it. And then he proceeded to get swarmed by, you know, 20 bodyguards and getting punches thrown at him. Floyd actually connected with a punch on Jake and gave him a black eye for a few days. Um, but like that right there, whenever he stole Floyd's hat and ran off with it, I remember going, I was at work, and I remember going on my phone and my entire social media feed, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, everything, my entire feed was full of that moment right there. And it's because the kid knows how to sell fights. And that's why he can keep putting on these big performances. Even if he loses, you know, even if Woodley beats Jake, I still feel like Jake could put on another show that gets one uh, over a million pay-per-view buys. I really do. Um, it just has to be against the right opponent. Um, I feel like if Jake loses, he should fight KSI. If you guys don't know who KSI is, he is a British YouTuber slash rapping, um, you know, rapper. Um, it's the guy that beat Logan Paul his first time. Um, Logan, Logan and KSI had two fights, one amateur, one pro. The first amateur fight between them was a draw. And then the second pro fight or the second fight, which was a pro fight. KSI came out with the split decision win. Um, so if, if Jake loses, I feel like he should fight, um, you know, a social media uh, star. If he wins, he definitely needs to fight a boxer or, no, no, not even that. He needs to fight a boxer. That's really what he needs to do. Um, by the way, guys, I, I totally forgot to mention this at the beginning of, um, you know, the podcast whenever I started recording. But I am recording on my brand new HyperX mic, my HyperX Quadcast mic. Um, yeah, if you guys listened to the first episode with me, and my girlfriend Natalie, you'll know that you know the audio didn't sound. Um, you know, the audio didn't sound the greatest. Um, and that's because we were literally filming it off of my phone speaker because we had technical difficulties. So me and her sat right next to each other in a bed and recorded it off my phone. So um, hopefully the audio, I did a couple test runs before this and the mic sounded okay. So, you know, hopefully the mic sounds good. You know, it's a very nice mic, one of the best mics you can get for a podcast for a, a decent price. But yeah, I'm hoping you guys are enjoying the quality and you know you can notice a little bit of a difference um in the quality um and i, I do want to make upgrades in the near future and, you know depending on how big this podcast gets i would like to incorporate you know video into the podcast you know having a camera so you guys can see me 
um, and see my facial interactions and see the guests that I'm going to be bringing on. Um, that is something I want to do in the future, just depending on how this goes. Um, but as of right now, we're just doing the full audio version, no, uh, no camera, just audio, which is fine. You know, I don't, again, you know, I just like doing this just to talk to you guys. I don't do it for the money. I don't do it for, to get big. Um, I, I really just like talking into a microphone and that's what I love doing. Um, yeah, tomorrow night's crazy, man. Tomorrow night is absolutely crazy. I thought about, I thought about filming a an audio podcast of me and my buddies watching the fight tomorrow, giving you guys my our uh, live uh, audio reactions to it. But uh, I feel like I'll just be having so much nerves and so much excitement tomorrow night that I just, I just won't even think about doing it. Um, but yeah. Tomorrow night, Showtime pay-per-view starts at 8 p.m. Jake Paul versus Tyron Woodley. I don't think I had if – you, if you told me that, you know, two or three years ago, hey, Jake Paul is going to fight Tyron Woodley in a main event, you know, main event fight on Showtime, I would have been like, you know, get the hell out of here. Like, what are you talking about, man? Um, it's crazy what, you know, what we've come to. It's absolutely mind-boggling to me. You know what we've come to, um, you know, having these social media guys sort of take over the combat sports game. You know, um, I mean, let's be honest. As much as you hate Jake and Logan and all these other social media guys that's going out and fighting, nobody under the age of thirty was talking about boxing up until around a year and a half ago. No one under the age of thirty was talking about it. And you you can you can say, Oh, I was talking about it. No, you weren't, buddy. You weren't if you were talking about it, you weren't talking about it as much as you're talking about it right now. And that's the effect these social media guys are bringing over to the sport. And a lot of people don't like it. And I'm like, why don't you like it? You know, you're bringing more eyeballs into the sports. Maybe, you know, I can show my kids or, you know, they can show their kids one day, like whenever they get older, like, hey, this is what the sport is. And they can introduce them to it, you know, um, I really don't under I don't understand why. Um, I don't understand why they think it's a negative way, but um, yeah, no. The combat sports media is very, 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 very strange. Very strange. There's very, uh, very distinct characters in it that make it strange. Um, yeah, big fight feel tomorrow, guys. Big, big fight feel. I think Tyron, you know, I think Tyron's going to come out with the dub, but if Jake does win, it wouldn't be the biggest surprise in the world to me. Um, but if I had to bet my life savings on it, I would bet Tyron Woodley. Um, you know, let me, guys, go on my Instagram and comment, you know, who do you think is going to win? Um, you know, I think of Woodley, but if you think anyone else is, just go and comment on my Instagram. I'm actually curious. I might do a poll or something. Um, but yeah, I am genuinely curious of who I think is going to win. Um, you know, I, I keep saying big fight feel, but to these guys, um, especially to Tyron, man, you know, this dude has been in so many big fights. Um, you know, he's fought in MSG. He's fought the main event of several UFC pay-per-views. Like this dude has been killing it his entire career in big fights. 
Jake, on the other hand, has only ever fought in front of a crowd twice. You know, his first amateur fight, he fought in front of a crowd. And then his first pro fight, he fought in front of a crowd. But again, his second and third fight was during COVID times, and he didn't fight in front of a crowd. So who knows, maybe fighting in front of his, especially his hometown in Cleveland, a sold-out Rock and Mortgage Fieldhouse, you know, Maybe fighting in front of his home fans in a packed stadium or, excuse me, a packed arena is going to affect him. You know, because Tyron's used to that. Tyron is used to being a bad, trained killer of an animal. Um, fighting in front of people, you know, that's nothing different to him. Jake, on the other hand, you know, this is only the third time he's doing it. Um, and the last time he fought in front of a crowd was, you know, almost two years ago. So. We'll see how that plays into a factor. Um, you know, it is, like I said uh, a minute ago, it is in Cleveland, which is from Jake's from um, Jake's from right outside of Cleveland. So it is his home city pretty much, and maybe that home crowd will give him an advantage, but I, I, my opinion, I just don't think it is. But Anything can happen in combat sports, you know, that that is a fact. That is a hundred percent fact. Um Yeah, that about wraps it up for this episode, guys. I hope you enjoyed my analysis on who I think's gonna win and why I think they're gonna win. Um you know, Jake has this one more thing I have to say before I end it. I forgot to mention, you know, Jake is a much, much bigger guy you know tyron is you know tyron does have a better physique better body but jake is you know six one pushing six two and tyron's only like five nine and so i feel like a key to the fight tomorrow tyron's gonna have to get inside and dirty box him because jake's gonna pick him apart if they stay in that pocket jake's use that reach and hit him with the jabs and combos and you know and bully him and Tyron can't let that happen. Tyron has to use his experience to get inside, you know, hit him with body shots, dirty box him, push him up against the corner, and punch him. Use use him as a punching bag. I feel like that's what Tyron has to do. He has to make it a dog fight. He can't he can't let Jake dictate the fight. He's got to put the pressure on him, make Jake feel uncomfortable, and pick his shots. Don't be super super, you know, try hard and don't be super aggressive in the first couple rounds you know he needs to pick jake apart and he needs to make jake feel like you know it's the worst mistake he's ever made in his life by getting in the ring with him that's what he needs to do um and i feel like if tyron can do that then it'll be an easy night for him in the office tomorrow but if not if he lets jake you know stay arranged pick his shots i feel like it's going to be a long night for tyron um, again, guys, you know, that, that wraps it up for my little, you know, quick analysis. I know it's a short episode. I just wanted to get my analysis on the fight tomorrow again. I actually, I should say it today because right now it's 12 a.m. when I'm filming this. So later, later, later tonight, August 29th, Cleveland, Ohio, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific, Showtime pay-per-view, Jake Paul versus Tyron Woodley in one of the um, the weirdest boxing events of all time, you know, very, 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 very strange, but I'm extremely excited, um, to watch it. I hope you guys enjoyed this analysis, I'll be breaking down the fight for tomorrow night. 
if you guys are new, whatever platform you're watching this on, whether it be Spotify, Breaker, Google Podcast, Anchor, Radio Public, whatever you are watching it on, please, please, please drop a follow. I really do appreciate it. If you guys want to go on my Instagram, it's called jungle underscore podcast. Again, it's jungle underscore podcast. Please follow us on Instagram to get alerts and updates on when we'll be posting next. And I just like to interact with you guys. All right, guys, that's it for me. Um, I'll be posting on my Instagram, um, on Jungle Podcast Instagram, on when the next episode's going to be out. I do have a very special episode planned, probably maybe later next week, um, early the week after. I do have a special guest coming on that I'm really, really excited for. Um, but yeah, guys, it's been Ethan and I'll have a very, 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 very rest great safe day whatever you're doing um you know whatever you're doing please just be safe and have fun guys all right guys i'm out i'll catch you later